So hi, welcome to Good Noise Podcast. We're here with Cliff Diver. We're going to ask him some questions today. I'm going to start. What inspired you guys to start the band, and what does the band name mean? Did, uh, what was the first thing you, you asked? Uh, what inspired you guys to start the band? Oh, okay. Uh, man, I have been playing in uh, a lot of bands around town for, for quite a while, and um, uh, I never had, a, never had a whole lot of luck, but uh, this was kind of my last my last go at it, so to speak, you know, I was, I was kind of tired of the scene, tired of trying to start bands with the same people mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and was thinking about just moving somewhere else and starting over. But I kind of took, I kind of hit up a bunch of, a bunch of the guys that um, I had played with in bands before and kind of, kind of my, my all-star crew, so to speak, and uh, hit them up and, and got something going. And um yeah, just kind of took songs that I'd been writing for the past few years and uh, tried to turn them into something new, added the saxophone. Um, and then once Joey, I think he was the last one to come along, but once he came along, everything just kind of shifted and, and uh, became more solidified and, and had more of a uh, direction, I think. Okay, that's cool. Wow. I, I'm pretty magical in that aspect. <laughs> Magical I can journey. lead other people to direction, but can't have find any for myself. But uh, the name, the name kind of comes from uh, a, a quoting Catcher in the Rye about how Holden Caulfield wants to uh, metaphorically be in this field catching these kids from running off cliffs. Um, oh. And so uh, if he could be anything, that would be his thing. His, his job would be to save other people from making the same mistakes that he made. And that's kind of where we feel like uh, we talk about as a band is um, mental health, you know, our, our mental health and the ways that we haven't always uh, done the right way. But then also what we've learned from doing it the other way is a way to say, hey, all right, I tried that. Now you don't have to mm-hmm. yeah. Just take it from me. You know, doing this, this, and this all the time is not going to help you get better. And so I think that's kind of what it comes from. That's what we want to do. We want to help um, help people with our own experience. So okay, wow, I like that. yeah, I re- yeah, that I really, really liked that. Yeah, okay, awesome. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Um, <laughs> so, what is your writing process like? Usually, it starts with with me. I think and. Uh, Honestly, probably an acoustic guitar, um, but yeah, lately I've just been sitting at the computer with uh, Logic pulled up and I'll write out a little riff and then I'll finger bang some drums on the keyboard. <laughs> finger bang, that's not... Uh, no, it's not. It's that's not the term. That's yeah, I didn't, plays I the didn't drums think it was. <laughs> with his fingers on the, on the synth. And you're banging them yeah, out. Yeah. Keyboard, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I'll lay down some bass and and then Joey will come through and sit down in the room and we'll be like, what do we think this song is about? Um, yeah. You know, listening to the music and then we'll decide and then Joey will write most of the lyrics. Well, that's I mean, that's a, a, a short form version. We were trying to write earlier today and it involved us like working on the song for like 10, 15 minutes, not being able to figure out a line then playing covers and you know, messing around on different instruments, then coming back to it. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a pretty casual um, process. I feel like Matt kind of writes all these really beautiful soundscapes. Um, and then I, we kind of, okay, well, what do we want to talk about? What is this song? Because for me, I feel like uh, 
communicating something in these songs to your listeners and then just because you want it to be notated and heard i think is important to have some sort of narratively structured sediments to the song so uh yeah. we're trying to figure out what we want to say and then uh what's a way to say it without it sounding completely cheesy and corny mm -hmm. and so you know i go through like 15 lines that go i have something but it's real bad and so then i'll <laughs> say it and then matt will just he goes that's yep that's real bad and then we'll go okay not that but something like that yeah. <laughs> it just kind of organically grows I, mm -hmm. I feel like there's a lot of uh, joy in taking your time kind of making these songs the best they can be instead of just like all right first pass that's good that's it you know and i know a lot of musicians who can do that mm -hmm. uh, i just always think my first attempt at anything and third and and ninth and twelfth are always a little bit rusty. So it's that uh, that magic number that just appears. You go there. We go. We have it. So yeah. yeah. Okay. Long story. We don't know. <laughs> it just kind of happens. Solid. The songs. Just... The songs write themselves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah our, our bass player Dan also writes quite a bit too, and he'll send over ideas uh, at, from his little home studio and stuff, and and uh, be like, Yo, what do you think about this? And the last song we put out, Water Temple, was was basically that's how that started yeah. he he, he kind of wrote like the intro part and sent it over and was like yo check this out and then we just kind of tweaked it and so yeah we all we all have a little bit of something that we add yeah it's, it's definitely a community thing it's not just like even though i write a lot of the, the lyrics it's still like if matt's like no what if he said this it's like yes that's way better it's not kind of it's luckily we're not a very ego driven band we're all pretty just relaxed and um, amenable to each other's suggestions, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Um, yeah. So, what was the first song you guys wrote for the band then? Matt, Matt wrote them before I even joined. You know? Yeah, oh, the wow. first, the first EP was uh, was all stuff that I had had written kind of alone. But I think the first thing we wrote together was Elwood's. Well, I was maybe um, no, it was um, Windbreaker. Oh. That was the first one I wrote any kind of lyrics for. Yeah. But you'd already had it all written. But the first one we did all as a band was definitely, yeah, Elwood's from our our last uh, EP. It was kind of the first, like, pure cliff diver. We all just wrote it together, and it was super awesome. I still remember writing that that first song, which was also the first one we recorded because um, it's, you know, first song in the EP. But uh, hearing that one, those mixes, the daily mixes while we recorded in the studio after, you know, writing and all this stuff seeing it grow mm -hmm. to fruition has been just awesome that's like one of my favorite songs still because it was the first one we wrote mm -hmm. yeah, the first wow. one that was like oh maybe this is something that we can do like yeah. maybe this is something and it was the first song i wrote in like a decade so I mean, oh wow nice to be like oh you can do this if you try mm -hmm. yeah as a former gifted kid, if something doesn't come immediately easy to me, I quit because it's not made for me or else Felt I would be that. good at it already. <laughs> yeah, and you can tell it's the first song we wrote too because it was originally like eight minutes long. Oh, wow. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we, we went to the studio and producer was like, yeah, we're going to need to trim some fat here because it's eight minutes. He's like, yeah, we're getting paid hourly. So we're getting it was, I mean, it was good. It was this big um, melodic opera that had way too many parts. And so it's uh, now it's like six minutes. So it's a nice, a nice uh, short six minutes. Yeah. yeah. Only a, six minutes. A, little, a little short. Yeah. Would you ever redo that song like in the future and have the full eight minutes? Um, no. <laughs> Okay. Oh, no, it was bad. Like it was, it was, oh. it was 
because it was our first song it was a little bit like pretentious at times like musically yeah just a lot of wandering through the dark just to do things to show like vocal runs that were totally unnecessary just (laughs) for my own volition and um so no 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 No. Uh, you guys wouldn't like us as a band if we released the full version of that song you'd be like what are you doing (laughs) all right all right that's fair that's fair yeah so how do you feel about the reception to your most recent EP drop at your own risk? It's been wonderful. Yeah, it's been great. We just had um, the second song, um, the, the Are You Still Seeing Greg the Orthodontist? Or, you know, the full version, You Can't Kick Us Out of This Party. We're on Cliff Diver, Are You Still Seeing Greg the Orthodontist? Um, uh, just hit 100,000 streams today. So Congrats. that's our, our second one from the EP that's gotten over 100,000, our second song ever, and that's like, pretty cool it's pretty cool uh as a band that never really thought we'd have more than a thousand listens ever total period oh wow um you know we were almost at half a million for, for the ep yeah. which is you know crazy for us you know it's as a newer band deserve. still a smaller band and um shout out to our friends outline and color who hit a hundred thousand five hundred thousand streams on their new ep in their first day <laughs> oh jesus go, christ go, all, right, all right all right okay yeah all right we'll get there, we'll get there. No, uh, that's next ep that's next ep next ep next ep yeah yeah mm-hmm. hopefully but uh be nice. yeah, it's been awesome i mean it's a really personal story for me it's a, about my you know, 20s, really, the whole, it's a bunch of breakups and bad decisions and revelations all kind of mixed together for one abridged version, you know, (laughs) of a story that replayed itself out, uh, you know, a couple dozen times until I finally got some traction. Um, But it's really cool to see people, uh, we get messages pretty consistently of people being like, man, this CD, this album really, made me feel something yeah. or you know i really understood the the vibes from this song like that really helped me and then it's like okay cool not only does it help me as someone who's being open about my own struggles to hear other people um be able to relate to that but also that it me being able to be honest about these things seems to be able to help other people be honest about their things and i think yeah that's just such a special it's, I, there's no words for it i mean that's it's the greatest it yeah. really is so oh we're God. we're super super happy with how people have liked this one. Uh, I think the next project is going to be people are going to like even better. But Damn, yeah, we'll right. we'll get there. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we never really got to tour on it, so Aww. we never got to experience like you know people from not not from Tulsa mm-hmm. uh, who enjoyed it or might want to hear it live and stuff like that. So that's that's been the one downside and the one thing that I wish. But you know, obviously we're in a in a situation right now, so yeah. just a little, it's it's a, little time, a little bit of a situation. Mm-hmm. you did touch on it a bit, but if you want to go a little bit more in depth, where was your headspace at while you were running while you were writing that EP? Um, we were writing. I think it was I was coming out of an almost six year fugue state not to you know put it in the easiest terms of just this kind of chaotic you know when I when I was 24 a bunch of pretty intense things happened to me all at once you know it was got out of the army had a child was diagnosed bipolar you know 
sexual assault, all this kind of like really terrible stuff all happened all at once. And then I spent the rest, like from 24 to 30, just trying to process this like three month period of my life. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of that kind of comes out of this, uh, that pain and that rage and that uh, desire to drink uh, away all these emotions that were just really hard to kind of deal with. And um, so writing it was kind of like this first breath of air where I was able to look uh, back and see some progress. Because when you're caught up in it, it's hard to see that you've gotten better because uh, your brain still beats you up for all the small mistakes you make anyway. So you still feel like you're you know, that 25 year old who's passed out at back of a wedding after getting kicked out of a, you know, a reception crying in a suit, you know, like I still remember this guy. And a lot of times I still uh, think everyone else sees me as this guy. And so mm -hmm. writing this was this really this moment of being able to say, things haven't turned out always the way we wanted them to. And things have been messy and they've been sad. And, you know, you have, drank way too much way too often and way too publicly and all this kind of stuff and it was like but that's not where you are now so it, it started this process that I'm still very much dealing with uh, you know in the last year but of like the last song says I'm learning to love myself again I'm trying to learn um, to let go of of that person and I think uh, going forward it's going to be more of an exploration of what does that mean now now that we've had these great revelations through therapy and all the stuff that we talk about now that we've taken suicide as an idea off the table, um, very much still struggle with the ideologies, but it's no longer something that's like ruling my life like it was then. So how do we uh, now go forward, which I think is um, kind of where that EP left off, that mindset of, okay, well, uh, we're still here. So if we're going to still be here, then we need to figure out a way to do this a little, a little better. And that's, um, it's been a really cool thing to be able to talk about and share and then see. Um, I'm sure Matt can relate that ever since I've been in this band, you've seen this kind of transference, this, this awakening of um, someone different who loves his life. And, and that's been a crazy thing that music has given me the opportunity to process these things in a way that I would have not been able to um, just on its own. So yeah. Um, long long story short yeah it, it was uh it was beautiful it was a car it was a really cathartic thing especially uh recording it so yeah yeah that's awesome wow. yeah. yeah oh my god okay yeah. <laughs> so congrats on your uh most recent single that you dropped let's see if i can get this the first time <laughs> the water temple is filled with my tears and now i'm drowning in sorrow yes awesome. yeah, nice. <laughs> very well very well done it. thank you thank you um how do you feel about the response you've gotten to it from it we're, we're approaching you know thirty thousand streams on it we released it uh oh about three three months ago mm -hmm. um really if i could have done it again maybe not releasing uh a single like two days before the world literally fell apart <laughs> yeah um which is kind of what happened we literally we had it planned we were going to release it right before we went to south by southwest for the first time we were headlining a bunch of showcases and all this wow. kind of stuff, which, you know, obviously did not happen, but kind uh -huh. of like uh, the day we released it, uh, same thing with our friends Dogleg, you know, they released their big LP the day before the world kind of stopped mm -hmm. when they canceled basketball and South by like all at once and everyone went, whoa. So, I mean, I feel like there's been a great response. People seem to really like it. Uh, I just wouldn't advise, you know, releasing music a few days before the you know the world 
literally catches on fire. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> but it's been great. I, I feel like people like the new sound. Um, it's more us, I feel like. Yeah. I feel like uh, once people hear it, they love it. But it's- Yeah, uh, definitely. You gotta get through that uh, uh, first. It's just, it's so different. Um, yeah. But I love it. Matt's writing some awesome jams with some real nice riffs. So I feel like if you like that song, you're really gonna like these uh, these next couple that we're gonna release. Okay. Yeah, we still haven't played it live. Yeah, still have not. And, uh, it's kind of so sad. I'm looking forward to that because it's. I think it's probably our fastest song. You know, it's probably our our quote unquote heaviest mm-hmm. like song. And I think um, live, it's definitely going to have some appeal too. Just that that screaming. That I can't. Oh, I can't love myself. I don't love myself part. And then everyone's singing in the crowd. Why can't I just love myself? That's, that's how we imagine it. That's how I see it in my head working out. So I'm excited to play that one live. I can't, I can't wait. Whenever that will be sometime in February, yeah. probably. Our, uh, our guy that does video for us, Kyle Bell, he did throw together like a little kind of a tour compilation video, um, kind of like a music video for that song. So hopefully we'll, we'll at least throw that out at you guys here within the next few weeks or so mm-hmm. just a little something fun i don't yeah. know since no, since no one can like actually watch us play this song <laughs> yeah okay um so what band influences do you think you hear most on the new single if any i'd say there's definitely for me there's some some of my boy max bemis old say anything uh with the because it, it's a little more clever than some of our other songs it's like the first ep was a lot more clever and kind of witty and the second ep was more just like brutally honest and i this is kind of a mix between the two so i feel a little bit of a i kind of say anything playfulness and in the nature of talking of about something very dark um i definitely hear that in there and some uh some jimmy world at times just because they're the pop kings and (laughs) um a little bit journey on the outro Ooh, journey yeah that's what i thought of when we when we did the when we laid down the outro and there's like a piano thing and i was like dude that just sounds like journey or it's just straight classic rock it was awesome <laughs> but yeah I, I would agree with all that it's uh yeah that, that was actually the one that dan wrote for for the uh he like wrote the intro bit and kind of like the lead opening riff and so i don't know what he was thinking when he wrote it but hey, dude only listens to pretty much death metal yeah <laughs> taste yeah literally loves black <laughs> like norwegian black metal it's like his thing god yeah he has a sometimes we try and listen to it in the van as well on when we're driving but uh yeah we no. get about halfway through a side we're like all right yeah that's great that's that great. was great all right, next yep. song that's what glory that's what glory pulls with me it's a different song than the last one oh, okay. <laughs> it's it still isn't okay this is a whole new album okay awesome i love melodic deathcore you know, mm-hmm. love it, but uh, at least you can kind of hear a melody. It's not just like exactly. <laughs> That's my <laughs> thing. It's just like. <laughs> and plus, I just speaking like Norwegian, so it's like I don't even know what he's saying in the beginning. I don't even exactly. Know. That's, you know. Wow, wow, you guys I, get it. We love Norwegian black metal as a band, but yeah, it's you know, you know, we're not trying to alienate any fans. So. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. Hear it all over our music. <laughs> you can hear it everywhere. Yeah. So you guys already touched up on it, but uh, is this like single leading up to an EP or an album? No, this was just a fun thing that we did. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was just okay. a one-off. Um, we might have a a split. Mm-hmm. 
I coming out maybe this, coming out uh sometime who knows <laughs> it's all so confusing right now we have we have some songs written um that are really fun but uh we are we can we can we've confirmed it before i think we are working on that full length for next year uh, hopefully gonna release it in the spring and hopefully people were will you know uh do what they have to do so we can actually release it in tour which is the whole the whole thing wear but, a uh, mask yeah wear your mask wear your mask Please. We both constantly get uh, COVID tested, so we know that we are, you know, we've quit making out for now just for now. To, to be safe. <laughs> just now. Um, yeah. For now, yeah. Mark in there. But yeah, there's definitely there's definitely a lot. I would say within the next year from now, there should be at least 12 new Cliff Diver songs. Oh, know, wow. I would yeah. say. That'd be cool. That'd be Probably. sick. Probably. <laughs> Maybe. We should double our... our catalog by this time next year yeah hopefully Ooh. so yes there are things being worked on that are um a little more experimental a little more uh fun faster heavier sadder but happier you know some synth wow. solos maybe a, ja a freeform jazz interlude i don't i don't know i don't oh know you'll have to see it's all up in the air exactly what a, whatever it's all writes, possible whatever the song writes is just what's going to happen that's the advantage exactly. of it. we're, we're not in us. control here yeah, yeah it, no. whatever the, the the muses dictate right. <laughs> exciting yeah um so where do you guys see the band in the next five years grant uh saying that the world isn't on fire by then yeah right, right. So. Uh, assuming that there is still a society with live music yeah um, in five years I, I would hope that we were touring eight months a year the other four months writing albums mm -hmm. you know just doing that whole cycle of releasing yeah. writing and touring i mean that's that's the whole goal Hopefully about to pump out LP3, right? With, with uh, <laughs> Equal Vision or take this. Or, yeah, know. just Warner or probably Warner. Yeah, yeah. Warner, Warner, yeah. Whatever. Warner. The, the yeah, we're going to be about to make our, our indie pop debut. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. By then it's definitely radio singles. No, no. So by like MGMT, Phoenix. Yeah, uh, yeah. 2010. You know, hopefully that'll be. By then there will be like a. You know, I'll be almost 40 um <laughs> well not almost 40 but i'll be in my late 30s and so i won't, don't know if i'll be able to scream and do backflips anymore i can't it do won't. a backflip now but i think especially <laughs> then I, it'll be unlikely so some some pivots to some massive pop uh i see a collaboration with uh, steve aoki at some point oh, you'll love to know. see it absolutely <laughs> hopefully we're on tour with like you know uh my Chemical Romance. Cause yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, actually, <laughs> I heard through the grapevines that you guys were opening on their reunion tour. Is that yeah? True? yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. yeah, absolutely. We can confirm it now. That's, oh. that's okay. oh my God. They haven't announced no. yet though. Like you guys, it, this is a GNP exclusive, correct? Yeah. This is like breaking news. <laughs> yeah, that would be breaking news for us too. <laughs> Which we would appreciate that kind of breaking news. Bro, Every imagine. time we get breaking news, it's always like. Hey man, you want to make cool socks? <laughs> socks. <laughs> Y'all want to put your name cool on some shit. socks? <laughs> oh my god, you guys need to. No offense, Jack. Yeah, no, I was just making fun of our our manager a little bit. Y'all want to make? Y'all want to put your name on the bottom of some socks? socks. <laughs> so five years, three LPs. Hopefully, 
hopefully and, it's still doing it yeah. man hopefully <laughs> this all kind of figures itself out and people you know take care of themselves and we can get to a position where in five years we're doing this because there's nothing else that we want to be doing <laughs> if it's possible if people are making music cliff diver will be making music um <laughs> because it's the only thing that makes sense. I mean, I've set my whole life up for this. I mean, so. that, yeah, that's it. I, I, I quit my, I had a good sales job and I quit it last year so I could go on the, you know, go record the last EP because they wouldn't let me off. And it was just like, I've, we've leaned into this. Like we have the van, like we've, we, you know, we're all in. So we yeah. need this to kind of uh, come back eventually <laughs> or else um, we'll just, just bartend i'll probably join the all-star team at waffle house oh my god iconic i'll probably join the harlem globetrotter all-star team (laughs) i have so you can still have that feeling of touring yeah Yeah, just so i can get on the road yeah yeah Yeah, probably to be a to be a the same feeling as a diy touring band i'd have to join the uh, what the washington generals or whatever the team is they beat up every night oh my god We've also taken up disc golf lately, so I think that's kind of our backup plan is to professionally play disc golf. Yeah, if disc it doesn't work golf. out, then we'll we'll all be on the road. The Cliff Diver Disc Sports Team. We've taken two uh, two championships at uh, oh, wow. two different tournaments. The Cliff Diver Team has, yep. okay. including myself. I have won. Not, not a big deal, but I'm very yeah, not a big deal. Not a big deal. Okay, but like I'm super <laughs> talented and outrageously humble. I mean, okay, so if this genre doesn't work out and the indie pop doesn't work out, what if you guys just did, like, death metal? Yeah. I mean... We're already set up for it. Yeah, we are, yeah, true. We'll give Dan a call and he will probably shriek. Well, I mean, we'd we'd (laughs) probably move into uh, folk music. Okay. Folk music, yeah. That Americana, like uh, the dude from Stain did, write songs about freedom or whatever. Oh, yeah, freedom and beer and girls. Like having having guns and saying, take it over my dead body, but also (laughs) having back the blues stickers or whatever. Like, Oh, my God. (laughs) But uh, me from Oklahoma, we'd be so much bigger. Because I love the government, (laughs) except when they tread on me. Oh, my God. So that's, that's a the hit. Future of Cliff Diver. Yeah. With some right. saxophone. Yeah. Oh my god. We'll have we'll have Donnie play banjo at that point. <laughs> oh Jesus. Slap. Just slap. Wow. I'm excited Doe. to hear that. That'll be the name. Like two words, like first name Cliff, last name Dove. Dove. Wow. Say it like Dove, that. And Dove. The boys. Dove and the boys. There you go. That's <laughs> the future of Cliff Diver. Wow. Libertarianism rock. Oh. <laughs> I hope the Virus kills me before. That <laughs> I don't know if I should say. <laughs> Hope I get COVID before I'm making folk music. Um, dude, folk music is fine, but you know. Yeah, yeah uh, but maybe you... bluegrass would be more Cliff Diver style. Mm-hmm. Singing okay. songs about the haulers. I don't even know what a hauler is. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> a, a mountain, like a hillside. Uh, like a break from the trees where they build villages, I think that's the hauler. Or, wait, a hauler? Isn't that the thing that's on like the back of a truck that you can like hook your boat up to so it like hauls it? Oh, Ain't that a no, no? it's an old, oh. old wooden ship. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, a haul. Yeah, I think, a, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah sorry. That was a band, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, <laughs> the wisdom of the cliff diver boys. <laughs> <Yeah>, <laughs> Okay, um, so for the last couple of questions, we're actually going to steer away from music and go straight cool. to death row. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? The label? 
order. No, no, <laughs> if we were on the death with Tupac. Now we're, now we're making hip sure. no, yeah. If we were on death row, I, <laughs> I think something would have gone really right if we were on death row records. Uh -huh. Dog signs us. But if it was like facing death, death row, which is not as fun um, no. as the uh, prospect, I think I would have, oh, dude, got it. Uh, I would have an endless buffet. Go eat it at like, you know, what's that place? Golden Corral. Golden Corral. Oh, wow, yeah. And then my meal would never end because mm -hmm. there's not a bunch of rules. I think there'd be a loophole. I'd just be able to eat forever. And they'd be like, man, you're, you've been eating for like 30 years. I'm like, still my last meal, bro. Exactly. Still my, my I have meal. to finish it. Yeah, I, I have finish. not finished eating yet. Well, would you deny me my last meal? No, you can't do that. So, exactly. Um, but if that wasn't an option and they were like, shut the hell up, you can't do that, which I feel like <laughs> they would because I'm on death row and they don't like our prison system has a massive problem with just trying to eliminate. Uh, we won't get into the, the prison reform like we need to. Um, and I would like to, because Oklahoma has the most uh, incarcerated people of anywhere in America, in the Jesus. world per capita. Wow. So that's fun. But uh, I would have uh, probably grilled cheese, tomato soup, Ooh. made by my grandma, a little miracle whip in there, a little, little honey baked ham, a little okay. bacon. I'm gonna... I've got a tomato bisque. There's a place downtown Ooh. or down, uh, actually down the street that makes a mean shrimp and grits. Where? And uh, it's at Old Vine. Mm -hmm. uh, best shrimp and grits I've ever had. Oh, uh, Old Vine, yeah, okay. And uh, so that's what I would go for. And um, oh, yo, who is it? Oh, who? Mom? That was uh, oh. Death Row Records. Hi, Mom. <laughs> <Snoop> oh. Dogg. <laughs> I was Death Row. Thank you, guys. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, or yeah, I, I think that's what I'd have. Or maybe it'd just be like a ton of sushi, sushi, like, like a literal metric ton of sushi. Oh wow! Maybe all just Philadelphia keep eating. Rolls. Yeah. God, I don't know. I really like Mexican food. Uh, Mexican food's great. Just some kind of like enchilada platter. I'm not a huge enchilada guy. I'd probably hit. Uh, I'd rather <laughs> have a quesadilla. <laughs> Or a quesadilla. Yeah, like I like a nice like fajita steak quesadilla. And then mm -hmm. just a margarita, just to numb the pain. Just a big yeah. old and margarita. How do they do? Is it lethal injection in Oklahoma? I think it is. I'm sure. It yeah, is. I'm pretty sure it is everywhere. Do. Dude, I want a firing squad. Yeah, death by firing <laughs> squad. Oh, a lot more fun. And a firing squad, and I want to yeah. be able to to be like, men, you may take this spirit from me this day. <laughs> But you shall never take my quesadillas. <laughs> you have a whole speech ready. And then they shoot you point blank in the middle of That'd be a lot better than just like, and you're dead. I mean, that sucks. Yeah, that does kind of suck. Yeah, I would prefer not to be killed at all. Yeah. yeah. Live forever. Yeah. Uh, youthful and internal. So if, if that's on the option table, I'll take that as my last meal. Okay. <laughs> sure. The fountain of youth. <laughs> Vampire blood. Can never die. Uh, so if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? I would live in Hyrule, probably. Mm -hmm. you know, Kokiri Forest, maybe. Mm -hmm. Just fishing and breaking. Just fishing. Breaking urns. Breaking. Stealing some rupees. Breaking and fishing. Grabbing some rupees, yeah. Um, fighting some Dekus. You gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. Uh, that, or, that or Narnia. <laughs> Narnia seems tight. Narnia. Mm -hmm. right, right. We just got Narnia. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, originally I would have always said, you know, the magical world of Harry Potter, but 
you know, lately it's been a little harder to be a big vocal supporter of anything that 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 woman does. Yeah. Um, yeah. But some somewhere in the magic realms where I can make a ton of money real quick and learn mm-hmm. magic, and then bring it back once my week's over, and when okay. I have the skills uh, to apply them in my regular life. So I think learning magic real quick getting a ton of gold, you know, maybe a Hungarian horn tail, you know, mm-hmm. to ride back on yeah. and then subjugate the rest of the known world. Uh, I think that could be pretty cool. Um, that sounds good. I mean, I'd be a benevolent, uh, tyrannical overlord. Okay. It'd be all about encouragement. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to change mine to uh, su- just like the Super Mario 64 <laughs> at uh, mm-hmm. Peach's Castle. Oh. That would just be so sick, oh, jumping yeah. into the pictures, Yo. and then you're going to these different... I mean, are you going to toss the penguin off the top of the mountain in Maybe. real life, or Maybe. just in the game? I don't know if I can do it in real life. The penguin, like penguins. The penguin race? Think about how fun that would be. That would be tight. There's just a lot of... yeah. I'm gonna I thought you were talking about, that. like, a penguin race. Like, the human race, and then, like... The no, penguin. you have to race a penguin. It's oh. like a big... You got to slide through these ice tunnels. So yeah. Mario 64 was probably... Uh, you know, it's the ancient, the ancient language, oh, <laughs> the <okay>. elder days. <laughs> uh, understandable. Or maybe I'd go live in like Skyrim. Yeah, a that's a good one. Yeah. Because, but I get kind of annoyed because like, no matter how big you are in Skyrim, like all the guards keep messing with you and they kind yeah, of- Yeah, it's so me, like, stupid. Like I'm the leader of the Assassin's Guild, the Mage's Guild, the Fighter's Guild, the Thieves' mm-hmm. Guild. Mm-hmm. And I just saved you from a dragon. You're still like, stop in the name of the Earl. Who are you, troublemaker? And it's like, exactly. I'm a dragon by yelling at it. Why are you bothering me? <laughs> I, I used to be an adventure too. Stop in the name of the Earl. And I just, you, it's just- Like, it's, I'm an Earl. Oh, I, yeah, I told right next city. door. You're in my city. It was given <laughs> to me. No sense. <sighs> Drives me insane. People. I'll tell you. That's mm. the only downside. Um, yeah. The rest of it would be pretty dope. Building my nice little house um, mm-hmm. for my, yeah. my dogs that I adopt in the game. I've never adopted any of the kids in the game. Just yeah, the kids dogs. suck. <laughs> yeah, kids are always, they like, suck. Off. Like, what, what am I supposed to do? Is I can't just make them stay in the house. Like, exactly. Right? So it's. The dogs still be fine. Yeah, exactly. The dogs, the dogs are the best part. So maybe Skyrim, because then I could still come back with all the gold and the magic and mm-hmm. some really sweet armor. Yeah, and I could boost up my intelligence stats, which God knows I know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, good, <laughs> good answers. Um, so I have the honor of asking the last question, and everyone we've spoken to have said it's the most important question. What is your favorite color? Mine's been changing lately, but right now it is teal. Teal? Okay. Yes. That's a very nice one. Yeah. yeah. I've really become quite the proponent of teal and aquamarine uh, shades in general. Mm. You know, mine, can I, instead of saying a color, can it be a color scheme, like a color way? Yeah, sure. Because <laughs> it'd be like 90, like, 93 95 neon colors or 87 through 95 probably that whole neon palette i just Mm -hmm. i love the bright flashy colors it just makes me really happy so like Mm -hmm. a vice city aesthetic that that whole miami vice colorway mm, Mm -hmm. shut it down that's that's me it's fun it's beautiful it's it's whimsical and sad it's bold yeah 
I don't know why it's oh. sad, but it is. listen oh. to my music and I'll find I'll find the sadness somewhere. <laughs> uh, so as Glory said, that is all the questions we have for you today. Is there anything you would like to plug? Nah, just uh, take uh, keep a, an eye out for that music video that we talked about. I think we're gonna put that out and then have like some limited edition stuff to to package with our uh, vinyls. Um, we have our we have our uh, entire discography on vinyl, Ooh. and we have just a few just a few copies left. So we're gonna we're gonna probably put those up online soon with some other cool items. Yeah. Um, also, you know, just follow us on Instagram and Twitter, Cliff Diver OK. Uh, we're on Facebook, just Cliff Diver. Um, and follow us on Spotify. I mean, that's something I feel like a, a lot of bands go listen to us on Spotify. But uh, we would really appreciate those follows. That would be uh, that'd be great. Um, and keep your eye out for some announcements for some new music. Hopefully we'll be in the studio pretty soon to record that that first little little couple songs. Cool. so that's that's the hope keep them crossed that everything just kind of chills out and uh to remember wear your mask socially distance wash your hands yes and be patient and loving to your friends and family who also are going through this world altering chaotic time and remember that you're not alone in these feelings of isolation but we will get through this and be okay yes. oh my god I'm so wholesome cry. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> all right uh well thank you for some time with us guys this has been Cliff Diver and we're the Good Noise Podcast.